All right, Stephen, welcome to the show. And today's topic is going to be a prayer for Owen Meany. Um, and just talking about sociological uh, aspects of the book, you know, what comes to mind to you, Stephen? What comes to mind with me is that Owen, Owen Meany, to start off with the book, it kind of puts you in a place in his mind where he's at a really messed up time in his life. He's getting bullied in school, getting made fun of for his height and everything. And just when they talk about when he's in class, just the students picking him up and throwing him around because he's smaller, I'm, that definitely messes with a kid's head. And it doesn't put him in the right place. It doesn't help him growing up or anything. It doesn't give him any confidence. And to add on to that, you've got his parents, his family that isn't there for him or doesn't really care where he is or where his whereabouts or anything so it says in the book that he's more involved with John's families than he is with his own family and that's not really how things should work out with right. your family Right. so that definitely doesn't help him with his mindset I mean if my family wasn't ever there for me or didn't care what I was doing I probably would get the sense that nobody else is because your family is supposed to be above everybody else so I'm guessing that's not really helping him at all mm-hmm. yeah and just to interject in there you look at uh, like John he was uh, his family is well rooted in the community I mean his grandmother could trace uh, her family back to the Mayflower while John moved all over the place his family was not rooted at all in there so I mean maybe a, a factor in why Owen was was bullied is because his family wasn't rooted and wasn't like influential in the community compared to John so like John kind of took him in um, and Owen saw that he like he needed John to like be accepted in a way, but that also comes to uh, how Owen took up this figure as a you know God's tool and how he was an instrument of God. Um, it was very very interesting. I, that might be a way for him to like find a purpose um, because he wasn't really like you know accepted through society um, because of the way he he looked. He was a short you know dwarf kid. His, his skin complexion was glowy um you know just small he had a very awkward voice um so he always he seemed like he was a, you know a tool like of god um he uh was really spiritual and he really talked you know connected things to nature a lot yeah and if you look back at when john's family is perfectly normal and you compare that to owen John just thinks that Owen's just not like a reasonable kid. He's not like all there because if someone that's totally different than what everybody else in your class is, then you just don't think of them the same, I guess. Right. So I, I mean, I guess that's where John's coming from. I mean, he's not used to it. It's not normal. So there's Owen just going against the norms, which doesn't help him also with his mind because he's already from the get-go he's already split apart from the group of the other kids in his class all right Stephen, welcome to the show and today's topic is going to be a prayer for owen meany um and just talking about sociological uh, aspects of the book you know what comes to mind to you Stephen? what comes to mind with me is that owen owen meany to start off with the book it 
kind of puts you in a place in his mind where he's at a really messed up time in his life. He's getting bullied in school, getting made fun of for his height and everything. And just when they talk about when he's in class, just the students picking him up and throwing him around because he's smaller, that definitely messes with a kid's head and it doesn't put him in the right place. It doesn't help him growing up or anything. It doesn't give him any confidence. And to add on to that, you've got his parents, his family that isn't there for him or doesn't really care where he is or where his whereabouts or anything. So it says in the book that he's more involved with John's family than he is with his own family. And that's not really how things should work out with your family. Right. So that definitely doesn't help him with his mindset. I mean, if my family wasn't ever there for me or didn't care what I was doing, I probably would get the sense that nobody else is because your family is supposed to be above everybody else. So I'm guessing that's not really helping him at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and just to interject in there, you look at, uh, like, John, he was, uh, his family is well-rooted in the community. I mean, his grandmother could trace uh, her family back to the Mayflower while John moved all over the place. His family was not rooted at all in there. So, I mean, maybe a, a factor in why Owen was, was bullied is because his family wasn't rooted and wasn't, like, influential in the community compared to John. So, like, John kind of took him in, um, and Owen saw that he, like, he needed John to, like, be accepted in a way. But that also comes to uh, how Owen took up this figure as a, you know, God's tool and how he was an instrument of God. Um, it was very, very interesting. I, that might have be a way for him to, like, find a purpose um, because he wasn't really, like, you know, accepted through society um, because of the way he, he looked. He was a short, you know, dwarf kid. <laughs> his, his skin complexion was glowy. Um mm-hmm. You know, just small. He had a very awkward voice. Um, so he always he seemed like he was, a, you know, a tool like of God. Um, he uh, was really spiritual, and he really talked, you know, connected things to nature a lot. Yeah, and if you look back at when John's family is perfectly normal, and you compare that to Owen, John just thinks that Owen is just not like a reasonable kid he's not like all there because if someone that's totally different than what everybody else in your class is then you just don't think of them the same I guess right so I I mean I guess that's where John's coming from I mean he's not used to it it's not normal so there's Owen just going against the norms which doesn't help him also with his mind because he's already, from the get-go, he's already split apart from the group of the other kids in his class. So Owen Meany, um, he really pushed the envelope with faith a lot. Um, and he said, that, you know, that God is the, uh, the driving factor in your faith. And uh, he has a plan almost and a purpose for everyone, including their faith. And that was just how Owen saw it. Um, obviously, there's atheists that could see it differently. Um, that everything's at random or at the hands of yourself. Um, but with uh, with fate, well, do you think that fate was something that is controlled, like through divine intervention or you know just the random events? 
that we control? I think fate is something that people control themselves. I don't think it just happens. I think everything you do leads up to your fate and say you want to conquer something later in life, you have to have a drive to get to your what you want to be able to do, which is what your fate would be. Right. And like John Irwin and his uh in the prayer for Owen meaning. Uh, he doesn't really have just one exact uh, like point he's trying to make throughout the story. Um, a lot of, you know, there's a lot of different avenues that you can take from uh, the, the story. And, uh, you know, one being just uh, what you think about fate and uh, what, what do you think, uh, you know. I got so about The, uh, we just got done talking about it. Was it just fate, purely alone? Was mm-hmm. that okay? You know, so fate is uh, something that a lot of people, you know, don't really know what's going to happen. Like, what is to become, or um, what's their purpose in life? Uh, you know, a lot with our age group, a lot of people, angsty teenagers, don't really know what their life plan is going to be. Um, and just having that the thought that you have, you know, your fate is held in uh, someone divine, you know, seems less burden like burdenful. Um, or maybe you know John Irving wanted us to think that we control our own fate. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't really challenging religion there, like divine uh, intervention, like in people's lives. You know, just an interesting aspect of the uh, the book. Yeah, and I think that with John Irwin when he wrote this book was saying that there's a greater meaning in someone's life that just because they haven't really been the best person their whole life doesn't mean that they can't change or that nothing will change them. I think that Owen Meany was a huge turnaround for John even though he ended up losing his life. I think that probably was the best thing for John and it led to greater things to come in his life. Right. Now, what do you think about Owen going to Vietnam, uh, like, you know, to seal his fate, or almost like to determine his fate? Like, do you think that, it was, you know, it was God's will? I think being as religious as he was, I think he thinks everything happens for a reason, so I don't think that him going there didn't really do anything or... Yeah, but just think about John. So John, he wasn't really religious starting out until, you know, he met Owen. And uh, do you think John really had, like, any... Did he really think that there was a fate for him at all? Probably not towards in the beginning, but I think after being with Owen and becoming more religious, I think he found out what his fate was, and I think he kind of found the drive and the heart to do whatever he could to get there. Right, right, right. Um, so yeah, it's just... So, the book, A Prayer for Own Me, is, it's an easy book to understand. I'd say it's just a little lengthy, but it's not like most books that are lengthy where you're spending your whole time reading it, and you gotta go back and read things 
and reread things to try and understand it. So just reading it through your first time is pretty easy to understand, and it's got a nice story to it that is very catchy. With the story being a guy, a kid named John, John Wheelwright, that has a childhood friend named Owen, Owen Meany, who... Owen Meany is a rather small kid growing up who is a lot shorter than a lot of his classmates and that just brings him to a disadvantage he's getting picked on a lot he's getting made well if you had him making getting made fun of he's getting bullied physically he's getting picked up and thrown around and everything and throughout the story he becomes even better friends with John Wilwright who kind of brings him in to his family more or less because Owen's family isn't really a family to him they're kind of just people I guess he his family doesn't really care where he is doesn't care more about him and John's family cares is more like a family than Owen's actual family so later on Owen ends up dying in the story and his death kind of pushes John to become more religious and that's what brings John to kind of change around his character and become more involved and just a better person than what he was yeah and um you know the the book was in plain english but the only part i had like uh, you know problems with was uh when John Erwin like wrote the book uh the when John recalls like all of his you know the things that happened in the past with Owen or he's retelling his story he he doesn't really do it in like a in order of like time it's not really in a sequence and uh you know have random flashbacks so sometimes the reader could be left confused um at least I was you know found it confusing that she would skip through different parts of the story and then jump back. So, you know, was, the story was kind of all over the place, and you had to, like, kind of decipher how the story went. But, you know, once you got a hang of it and you realized what he was doing, that there was a lot of flashback and stuff, uh, you know, it wasn't that hard to, like, decipher once, you know, you got used to it. But at first it was you know, kind of rigorous. Yeah, and found even even though things can skip back and forth, I mean, I... At first, it's confusing. Like, if you watch a movie and maybe you don't know what the movie is about, you're, the movie is skipping back and forth. You're wondering who the person is or what's going on. It's Once you get to the hang of it, you kind of think back about it and everything just kind of adds up and it all makes sense. And towards the end where Owen is kind of dying I guess he uh John is left with a huge memory of his friend and after his passing it led John to believe that Owen's Owen and his life were was just a huge miracle and that I guess
Um, Owen Meany, you know, when he passed, um, you know, due to a grenade, do you, do you, like, you know, do, do you handle death, like, kind of like John does? Like, John, like we were talking about earlier, he didn't really, like, well, he wasn't stuck on his mom's death for too long, but, like, is I think I should more ask you, like, who inspires you, like, the most? I would say John is because just... Like, no, you, like, personally. Like, like who, personally? Yeah, who inspires you personally? Um, I Owen them because having him, having gone through everything he's gone through... Yeah, but, like, throughout your life, though, that's, that's what I'm trying to get at. Not, like, is it, like, you know, an athlete, or is it your parents, or... Oh, who inspires me? Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at, yeah. Uh, someone that inspires me, I would say, probably my, my grandpa. Your grandpa. Now, like, what I'm getting from the book is, you know, your grandpa, he has family and all that, but let's talk about, like, uh, you know, let's say you had a passing of, you know, like, your dad or something. Your dad passed away. Now, would, I mean, I can see how it makes sense, though, even, you know, you know, they're both blood, but... I feel like you get a there's a heavier loss to some people to the people that inspire you the most. I'm not talking about actors and stuff that are disconnected, but like people you've built a relationship with and that inspire you. Um, I think that's why John uh, actually felt you know distraught when Owen died, even though Owen was like you know on his death mission, it was like his fate to die, and I'm pretty sure John knew that because Owen prophesied it almost like constantly um so you know would that you think that would affect you in any way like you see how you'd be more distraught over having a relationship and that person you know seeing your inspiration compared to someone you just are connected to with blood yeah that's like in my situation my grandfather's been there my whole life and kind of took me in as, as his own kid with my parents being gone and everything so I just think since he's kind of been there more for me, he's just acted more like a parent, I'd say. So I'd say it mean more to me, even though, you know, I'm coming from my dad. Right. It's just how, how much somebody influences you or how much somebody, you know, is there for you. And that he's just done so much for me as a person that, it would definitely mean a lot more. All right, guys, that's going to conclude the podcast. Um, Prayer for Owen Meany by John Irwing. Definitely a good pickup. Should read it sometime. And uh, that's all, folks.